Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's been a very difficult few days. For Montreal Canadiens fans and for hockey fans, NHL fans, Mike Bossy dying a few days ago and yesterday, the legendary Guy Lafleur of the uh, Montreal Canadiens. With us now is Guy Carboneau. You played with uh, Guy Lafleur, Montreal Canadiens player. Also the former captain of the Canadiens, inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame, as they both uh, were. And uh, Guy Carboneau also became the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Guy, thank you very much for taking the time. must be extremely difficult for you and the Montreal Canadiens alumni. Well, it was a tough day yesterday, um, uh, for sure. Um, like you said, you know, last week, uh, or early this week, we lost Mike Bossy. Uh, and then, you know, yesterday was uh, Guy Lafleur. So it's been, uh, is it a tough week? Uh, I think everybody knew that uh, this was going to ha- end at one point. But, uh, you know, yesterday having that phone call uh, early in the morning was not was not easy. And it's been, uh, it was a long day, but... Uh, you know, I think uh, he got the tribute that, uh, that he deserved, and uh, I think at least now he's at peace. Yeah, he was just an amazing, amazing player. And I I remember when he was drafted by the Canadians, and he was going to be the um, combination Jean Beliveau and Maurice Richard. Yep. And for the first couple of years, Habs fans were saying, what's with this guy? He only scores about <laughs> 20 goals a year. Then off came the helmet, and in went the puck. It was an amazing transition. Well, I mean, you know, I think uh, not everybody, you know, uh, developed the, the, the right way. I think there was a lot of pressure on himself. Like you said, you know, they, they, they made... Uh, they made that trade with, uh, I think, uh, so that they could draft E so he can replace Jean Beliveau. And, you know, having the career that Jean had, there was a lot of pressure on E. And uh, I'm sure it was, uh, you know, I, I had the same, I would say, problem. But, you know, I, I, in those years, when you came into the NHL, um, you had to take go through the process, which was... Uh, you know, starting on the third or fourth line, uh, playing uh, small minutes, uh, and I think that's what happened with Guy. But I think once, um, I, I think once Scotty Bowman realized that uh, what he had in his hands, that uh, he let him loose, and, and uh, everybody saw the result after that. Absolutely. What was the experience like for you? You grew up watching Guy Lafleur. You saw that. That goal that he tied uh, the series, yeah. so the game with with the Bruins, and the next year you're on the bench, sitting with, and you're playing with Guy Lafleur. What's that experience like? Well, I think I had the best of both worlds. Uh, you know, I think growing as a kid in Quebec, uh, Montreal Canadian was uh, you know the team that was always on TV. So uh, I grew up watching, uh, you know, at the end of the career of, of Jean Beliveau and. Uh, the, the start of the career of, of Guy Lafleur, and I think like every kid, you know, at my age, um, we would go on the street in the summer or on the ice rink outside, and thinking that we're Guy Lafleur, and we wanted to be like him. So uh, he was kind of my idol when I was a kid. Uh, and then you know I had the chance to be drafted by the Canadian in '79, and he was still having uh, three, four years left in his his career. So having a chance to, you know be his, his teammates and, and uh, sit with him every day, go travel with him every day. Uh, it was 
quite an honor and uh, something that I'll remember all the time. What was he like as a teammate, and what was he like in the room? Was he a motivator? How did he interact with the players? <laughs> he was not. He was not somebody that would talk a lot. I think his, his action was more on the ice. Uh, it was, you know, but uh, what he did to get prepared for a game, I think, is is, is uh, preparation. Uh, I think it's all everybody knows about it. Like you know, on a game day, you would come to the ring around two. In the afternoon, while everybody comes in at five or five thirty, uh, dress, half dressed, and then you know, tape his sticks, and uh, he did what he had to do to get prepared. But uh, he was somebody that was really simple. Uh, was not hard to coach. I'm sure uh, he knew what he had to do on the ice. Uh, he wanted to be the best. That that's I think that's what kind of. Uh, I remember all the time, like, he wanted to be the best on the ice. He wanted to uh, show the people that in the stands that they deserve, that, you know, whatever the, the price that they pay for the tickets, he wanted to make sure that they were going back home happy. So he uh, he, he worked hard, and uh, he was a great teammate. Um, I think he understood coming into the NHL that, um, you know, if he was going to be successful, that uh, he needed people around him also, and so he treated people around him uh, on the same level that everybody treated him. So it was pretty special for that. Is there a Guy Lafleur memory that you can share with us uh, away from hockey, from the guy who's not wearing his skates, who's on the ice in the forum? Is there a moment? Is a memory? Well. Well, I mean, you know, I remember the first day I, I, I came into the forum. That was, that was my first experience when I was drafted. I've never had the chance to come to the uh, to the most uh, the forum before. Uh, I mean, I've never met those guys. It's not like today where, you know, they get drafted and they have a chance to meet the players uh, for, for a couple of days before they come to training camp. I didn't have that chance. But, so, but the first time, uh, you know, I saw him, like, he made us feel comfortable, um, you know, uh, on the road, you know, what I was really impressed with him is uh, pretty much everybody that I knew that when we were going to practice, uh, everybody had jeans and t-shirts and, you know, sneakers. Uh, I never saw Guy Lafleur in jeans. Uh, whatever it's games or practice or traveling, uh, he always had a suit on and most of the time he had a tie on. So, uh, it was, uh, and, and and the thing with him, like he had all the time in the world for the people. Uh, I think he, he he knew that what he was doing he was uh, was a privilege, uh, you know, to play in the NHL, and he wanted to treat the people like everybody else. So he, he gave a lot of time to sign autographs for kids, uh, for people. Uh, whether we were on the road uh, or at the, at the forum, uh, he always took that time to sign every every signature that he could. Yeah, I had the, uh, the privilege of meeting him, and uh, a real gentleman. You know, he, he didn't know me from anybody else in the room, but he took all the time, <laughs> and he, we had a conversation. Yeah. It was like he was talking to a friend, you know, and he made me feel very much at ease, very comfortable just talking to him. Special gift. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's something that uh, I think, you know, I, I've, there's a lot of people that talked yesterday about uh, about him, uh, people that knew him for a long time, people that met him a couple times. And I think what 
what comes out of it is, is how accessible he was for everybody. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.